Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. No Chiefs training camp report for Monday due to technical difficulties, as the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Hub is without power due to storms across the Kansas City area. But they did have a lighter practice on Monday in St. Joe as they head into an off day on Tuesday. We heard from Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, linebacker Drew Tranquil, defensive end Felix Anodike Uzama, and wide receiver Rasheed Rice. We'll go in that order, starting with Steve Spagnolo, followed by Drew Tranquil. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with defensive end Felix Anodike Uzama and wide receiver Rasheed Rice. Here's the Chiefs defensive coordinator. Good to get have gotten practice in outdoors. We thought we were going to be inside there for a little bit, but nothing to add. Just I'll, I'll open it up. I'm ready. Steve, with Drew, his versatility that you can use there in a linebacker, how is that kind of, how are you maneuvering that? Yeah. Just the puzzle around. The yeah, it's nice to have guys like that, that that can do more than one thing. He's played, right now he's playing, he's played all three base linebacker positions, and then he's been in, you know, the sub package when he's been in with Nick, plus he's been in there in the mic with, one of the other linebackers that that helps us a lot and he's a guy listen it's all new to him as far as the verbiage and the system so it tells you that he's pretty intelligent if he's playing that many spots uh, this early how about felix's progress yeah i think felix is climbing i really do i mean look at we all know he didn't get a lot of you know didn't do anything in the off season here and that set him back i thought he was a little rusty and struggled early but joe and i both as you, you watch one-on-ones or you watch the team periods he's flashing now uh, which is a good thing. There's a lot of, there's still a, a curve there, right? The learning curve. Um, but I think he's doing re- pretty good right now. Yeah. Coach, you guys unfortunately lost Nazi earlier. Yeah. Uh, beyond the four guys from last year, Nick Jones, the, the draft pick, who's pushing to maybe break into that room? Yeah, I mean, all those guys are uh, playing really. Nick's one you brought up. Echo, I thought, had a really good day uh, the other day. Uh, and, all, you know, uh, Boodle always gives us everything he's got. Somebody's going to have to surface, that's for sure. Um, we do have guys with some experience now. That would have been a little different a year ago, right? If you start having injuries there, we were all young. I was re- I'm really sad to see that happen to NJ. He was, he was really climbing. Uh, if you guys notice, he was taking reps with the first group because he had earned it. And he's got a really good corner skill set. I mean, he played safety in college. but So hopefully, you know, we'll pray he gets healthy real quick and gets back. Yeah. Mentioning Drew being at all three linebacker spots is a little bit of experimentation, but a little bit of you know trying to simulate a game as if he would need to go from maybe one spot yeah, to the next. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, look, we know he's a guy that's played in the league, right? He's been a starter, and so we try to find spots to get him out there right away. We've got three good, pretty good players there in base now, um, but we got some packages and we can do some things with him. We'll kind of see how that all evolves, but it's nice to have. It's really nice to have. You mentioned Felix and his learning curve for defensive end, a rookie coming into the system. What are maybe some of the biggest challenges he faces in training camp? Yeah, you know who would could answer that better than anybody? Felix. George, because <laughs> he went through it a year ago, right? Uh, but Felix as well. I listen. Um, I, at any position on defense, in my opinion, there's going to be a learning curve, right? Everything's new. You know, the speed of the game. You know, who they're going to go against. Learning the guys they're going to line up against. Um, you got to get through defeating your own offensive line and offensive team first. A, you got to learn a playbook. Uh, but in its, and, and I think where, we, where he got behind was one thing about offseason, you know, as defensive coaches, we complain you can't do real football, right? But the one thing about the offseason is you can get a lot of the mental part, get a base, and he didn't have that initially. He's, he's playing catch-up right now. 
that kind of took George under his wing. Who's doing that for Felix this year? Uh, I mean, I see George talking to Felix. I see Charles. Um, I, and I guarantee you Mike Dana is because that's the kind of guy Mike is. Now he's dealing with his injury right now. But I think all those guys are kind of brought him under his wing. Yeah, quick inside movement, uh, which which Joe has stuck out to Joe and I, uh, and we got a ways to go. This pretty good competition inside there with all those big guys. So we'll see how it all surfaces. Have you seen improvement from Harry? It seems like he's Malik. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and today he played. You know, he's playing a number of positions. We're talking about Drew, Drew and being in different spots. If you look out there, Malik's in a lot of different spots, too, in different packages. And, you know, here's a guy that's been here for a number of years, so he's heard it. So from the mental part, he's much further ahead than some of the other guys. See, when it comes to the secondary facing those receivers, just in your eyes, seeing it from the other vantage point, you see the receivers kind of be a little more improved than those new guys. And Our guys here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's... Um, this guy's flashing out there, and I'm trying to learn our guy's name, so sometimes I can't get all the rest. But, but I tell you, Sky, you know, he just pops out now, but we expected that, right? And uh, MVS, and, but the whole bunch of those guys. They're a challenge for us because I think, I mean, you guys know this, but our quarterback makes all those receivers better. So it's great, it's good work for us. You mentioned, you mentioned Rebs in this area you wanted to improve, and you're working on a lot this week. Yeah. Andy said yesterday that he felt like the, the zones were, were shrinking, especially for you. Do you feel that way? Do you see the progress? Yeah, there's tighter coverage. You know, we're a zone match team. Uh, I think our guys are doing a better job of that. That's a credit to the guys in the middle that are leading it, like Nick and Brian Cook. You know, they're kind of in the middle of the whole thing. And then our corner's playing pretty tight. But I think, you know, rep after rep after rep. We get a lot of pass th passes thrown at us here, so we better get good at it because we, we certainly get plenty of work. Has anyone in particular benefited from, the, from getting the reps since Chris isn't here? On the interior defensive line, that you see really all, that? really all of those guys. Joe's kind of kept them on a rotation. Not one in particular. I mean, Matt was with us a year ago, and it's good to have him back, Matt Dickinson. And I think he's getting, and he'll get more reps as we go here. But we need to find out, you know, what we have in there, and there's some unknowns inside. Does going up against this offense is it a double-edged sword in the red zone? I mean, as good as they are, that you're going up against the best, but then at the same time, you know, can you get these guys get demoralized? Yeah, no, I think our guys get over that part. But what gets a, what what gets tough sometimes is we, you know, and listen, we defend a lot of passes in practice, and then if we go out there the first couple of games and people are going the other way, that's what's more of a challenge for us. But we get as much of that as we can um, when we do these ten ten tens, because in those thirty plays we're selecting what we need to see. That's why you saw some more red zone and some more run plays today. Steve, when it when when it's hot outside, tempers flare a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we saw a couple of your defenders going up against yeah. Kelsey after the play. What's your message to those guys? Uh, it's all good. I mean, I, the one thing about I'm talking about the whole team now. The one thing about all our guys, I think, in my opinion, they all respect each other. And so when it gets heated for a moment, you know, that's just the competitive juices and some pride coming out. But I always see them kind of take care of it afterwards, and that's the that's the best thing. Uh, it's especially like the three straight padded practices. Can you speak to the value of these 10 10 10 practices for your guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Coach Reed has a really good pulse on when to pull off, when to push, when to make it heavy. You know, and we went those, uh, I guess it's been three in a row with the pads. And I think doing this here gives us a chance to do a little bit more of the mental, get the bodies back. You got tomorrow off, and then we can, I'm sure in, in Coach Reed's mind, we get after it a little bit next time we come back. Everybody good? Thank you. Yeah. 
Everybody, how's it going? Good. So, Drew, within the new defensive system, Steve Spagnuolo said you're playing all three linebacking positions. How are you adjusting so far? You're just trying to get accustomed to this scheme and getting yourself in the right place. Well, man, it's an honor to be here and playing for Coach Spags and um, the defending champs. And um, we just have so many great guys in that room that I'm trying to learn from each and every day. Um, it's certainly different than the defense I played in in L.A., but football's football, and, and you pick up on things as you go throughout your career. And certainly there's things during my time at Notre Dame and um, throughout my time in the league that I've picked up on that have kind of helped me you know, translate and learn this defense, but it's a process nonetheless. What have you picked up from the Chiefs that you are applying that you maybe haven't picked up anywhere else that you played? Man, I think there's just certain techniques, certain uses of the hands. For instance, Coach Daly uh, during spring camp switched the positioning of my hand in striking. And so it's just small things you'll pick up from coaches, from players throughout your career. And um, certainly there's a lot of great guys specifically within our room that I'm certainly learning from every day. It looked like uh, the day that Nick was out, I think he was sick, he had the green dot. Yeah. How, did, how do you feel like that, that particular workout went through? Yeah, I thought it went really well. Um, I thought guys were lined up, we were playing fast. Um, certainly there's always corrections to make, but it, it felt smooth, felt comfortable, felt a lot better than the spring when I was learning it for the first time. Do you teams were a possibility for you as a free agent? And um, just what about the SPAC system sort of was, I guess, intriguing for you? Yeah, uh, there was, uh, at any given time, there was probably 10 or 11 teams involved. And as dominoes fell, you know, the, that list shrunk. But there was about five, six teams that last day I was kind of choosing between. And um, uh, I think just talking to Coach Spaggs, talking to Brett Veach, talking to Andy Reid, like, um, I just felt really valued here. It felt like they uh, were going to use a lot of my strengths, um, maximize me as a player here. Um, and that excited me and uh, ultimately led to my decision to come here. Is there added juice when you go from one division team to another? Certainly. Yeah. You can't wait uh, You can't wait to play them, for sure. After going through those games, and there were a lot of exciting games that came down to the wire, what's it like to come here and be with this team as opposed to going up against them? Yeah, it's great. It seems like we couldn't beat them in the fourth quarter or overtime over the past uh, two, three years. Um, division games are always exciting. They're always fun. Um, they're going to continue to be, and so I'm excited to be, you know, be part of Chiefs Kingdom and, and go after another another ring this year. Oh yeah, this this has nothing to do with that. And I was just a just a football play the other day, and uh, you know, got jammed up a little bit, but it's doing well. Thanks for asking. Steve, Brett, and Andy sort of you know felt value. Is there something that you feel like you have put on tape that? Um, it's not gotten the respect that you might want to be able to show in this system? I mean, I think just my versatility as a linebacker, my ability to cover, my ability to rush, my ability to play the run, um, and my instincts. That's one thing you can't teach physically um, is instincts. And on the defense, maybe you have to have the most of, it's linebacker when it comes to instincts. And so I think all of those things, along with some intangibles, some leadership, um, you know, I think they, they saw those, they uh, they affirmed those in me throughout the process, and uh, I certainly agreed with them. And um, and it felt like this was the best place for me. Drew, I'm sure you had an impression of the Chiefs in their locker room from having played them for four years, but how has that matched up with what you've seen now that you've actually gotten here to camp? It's just hyper-competitive around here. Like, winning is absolutely everything. Um, it's kind of egos aside. It's like winning is the ultimate goal. You know, the picture of that Super Bowl ring is on the start of every single slide of every presentation. Um, whether it's Coach Spags like saying, hey, let's change this up schematically just to try to fool Patrick to win this day at practice. Like, 
winning is everything to them, and uh, you certainly see that with the amount of close games they win on a year-in and year-out basis. Any impressions of Andy's uh, camp so far? It's hard, man. It's hard. It's, uh, it's a lot tougher than the previous four camps I've been a part of, for sure. I mean, he just maximizes every minute of on-field time. I think per the collective bargaining agreement, we get like four hours, and we're going to be on the field for exactly four hours. You're going to be out here for two and a half hours. You're going to be in there for an hour and a half. And so um, he grinds you. He gets the most out of you. And, uh, you know, that ultimately goes to winning, I think. How sore do you feel after three straight days of pads? Man, I, sometimes you just feel like a turtle walking off the field, man, just slow and steady. But uh, you take it day by day and, uh, and try to make the most of your opportunity. You said the, they had the Super Bowl ring at every projection. I mean, when you see that, uh, what's, what's that mean for all those guys to be like, okay, this is the standard and we move forward from here? That's got to be pretty unique. Yeah. I mean, as a competitor, like, your ideal, like, dream is, is to be a world champion. And so um, a lot of these guys in this locker room have done that. I'm excited to join up with them, um, learn from them, and, and be a part of this championship culture. Um, and it's, as Coach Reed says, Anybody can do it one time, but going back-to-back -back sets you apart, and um, that's what we're after. Um, Got to keep the chip on our shoulder this year because everybody's obviously going to be out to get us. Last two up front here. I know you said how difficult it was, but as a player, is that something you appreciate that you're maximizing your time out here and you know you're getting the work done necessary so you guys can hit the ground running when the season starts? I think there's something like in us as human beings, like when we do hard things and put that like in our reservoir, like we're able to draw from that later. And I think that's what uh, Coach Reed's all about is building this foundation in camp so that when we're in Jacksonville week two and it's you know 90 degrees, 80% humidity, we're able to kind of draw from that well of, of difficult circumstances throughout training camp and, and apply it to those present situations. Awesome. You're, you kind of have a unique perspective on this. Uh, when you go up against Travis Kelsey as a defender, covering, mm -hmm. guarding, everything, trying to get him down, what's it like? I mean, how yeah. different is it versus other guys? He, uh, he's such a unique, uh, fascinating, incredible player. Um, he's so unchoreographed in a lot of his, his movements. He'll, like, stem you in, and you're thinking he's definitely going over, and then he's, he's going back out. And so um, he's just a, a rare combination of, of speed, size, and strength. Um, and he's got a lot of finesse to his game that make him really difficult to guard. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Felix, just uh, where do you see your progress right now? Uh, it's a day-to-day -day process. Uh, at the same time, I'm learning every day. I'm trying to get better every day.
every day as I go. So um, at the end of the day, it's a day process. I'm just learning the playbook and technique-wise. So yeah. How much did you know not being able to participate physically in the OTAs affect you coming into training camp? Uh, affected me qu- quite a bit. Um, not gonna lie, because a lot of the rookies obviously had a, um, to learn technique-wise, going to field full speed and stuff like that, and I had to like jump back because of my injury and stuff like that. But um, now I'm in here. Now I'm in training camp, so it's just uh, training camp's a great time to be um, time to get your footwork down, get everything down, so to be ready for the preseason and the season. Steve Spagnuolo just said you're climbing, and he thinks that you're flashing now. Do you start? Do you agree with that assessment that you're climbing, flashing? Uh, I agree that um, I'm learning every day. Um, I'm learning exactly what um, the coaches have for me to store, just learning technique-wise. So, um, and I thank him for saying that. At the end of the day, that I'm still learning. I'm still having. I'm for me, I'm still not there yet, and um, I got some um, learning to do. So, yeah. How close is this to what you expected would be your first trade again? How close? Obviously, um, I had to step back from OTAs, um, so that it's kind of a jump back. But um, I'm slowly getting to the hang of it. Come in as a, as a first round draft pick. Are there expectations you feel you have to live up to? Uh, I'm just blocking that out. I, I, at the end of the day, I'm just drafted here to play. So um, I'm drafted here to learn, play, and um, learn the defense. Are you on the same sack dance? I will, yeah. Anything else? Awesome. The biggest challenge is physical or mental? Um, it's a bit of both. Um, obviously, Coming from college, you're not met with the same competition as uh, people in the NFL because those are people that are the best of the best. And uh, mental-wise, too, there's a lot of more things I've uh, learned from jumping from Kansas State to here, like technique-wise. And plus, plus, I was in a three-four, and now we're in a four-down defense. So there's a lot of more stuff, and I'm um, dropping back. So it's it's a lot of stuff that I got to learn. So um, yeah. I've seen Deuce has been making some noise down in Dallas. Have you stayed in contact with him? And yeah, um, we talk We talk almost every day. He just tells me his experience with uh, him with the Cowboys. I tell him my experience I have here. So, yeah, we, we keep in contact a lot. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> so how is camp going for you? Because last time we talked to you, you were with the rookies. Now you're with the vets. How's it going for you? Uh, it's going pretty good, I think. OTAs have helped me be able to adjust just because kind of had the same mentality at OTAs that we have now. Dealing with camp, you know, dealing with the same with pads on, you know, how different was that for you in, in going through this process? Uh, not too much different. I love football and can't play football without pads, so it's just another part of the game. How much does it add to it to be able to practice in front of uh, fans? Uh, it's pretty cool, honestly. Uh, I know Arrowhead, they have a, like a huge fan base, so just to see a little get a little glimpse of it right now, kind of give me a little head start to prepare for the games. Where do you feel like you still need to find tendencies? Honestly, just certain snap counts and being able to, you know, adjust as far as, you know, when the defense moving, I need to be able to adjust my certain routes. There are certain things that every quarterback is, is going to prefer in life. What have you learned in the week so far about maybe where Pat wants you to be or, or do in certain places? Uh, he expects his receivers to be in a specific spot at a specific time, and he's going to bomb the ball. So don't look back and run. Look up and run. <laughs> is there a lot of that along those lines? What does he like as a teacher as far as you know, teaching you what you need to know? Uh, he's a great coach, uh, a great brother off the field, and he's just going to let you know exactly what he's thinking so that you can basically be in his head on, on that off the field. Matt Nagy talked to him. As far as getting into his head? Can you say that again? 
Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm becoming real confident. I think you can see that. See, Matt Nagy talked about the timing of Patrick. Um, how, how important is that? And how have you gone from that adjustment from college to now? I mean, like I said, just learning how to run out of certain routes and run a full speed, like just run a full speed the whole play. <laughs> do you feel pressure to do what Pat wants and, and to learn from him, learn the offense so that you can you know, make an impact? I mean, is there internal pressure you put on yourself because of that? Uh, honestly, I put pressure on myself every day just to come outside, to come to practice and get better. But it's not necessarily pressure from Pat or Travis or anything like that. They kind of real welcoming and they understand that I'm new to the system so they're just going to help me you know catch up to their speed so I can be a vet as soon as I can. What's been your favorite day of camp and why and what's been your worst day of camp? I don't necessarily think there's been a worst day of camp. Every day is hard work. I mean that's kind of comes with it and then I mean my best day favorite day uh, it's kind of when I have any kind of impact on the field on offense. Um, I guess when you say that, when did you sort of feel like that was starting to come on? Uh, I mean, when I caught my first touchdown from Pat, I was kind of like, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> Have you thrown up at all since day one? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of it. I mean, like I said, he... Regardless, whenever Pat is throwing the ball, he's going to be coaching at the same time. So it just he, he translates that to the practice field as well. Yeah, I mean, if I got a question and if I'm not running the route exactly how he wants it, he's going to let me know how he wants the route run. And then I'm going to keep doing it until we got repetition and constant on that uh, route. Okay. Thanks for cheap. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for